Welcome to the Security in 5 podcast. I'm Drew, the Binary Blogger. This is a short program that brings you security news, tips, advice, and opinions in the area of information, IT, and general security in about five minutes. Quick to listen to, easy to understand. The more aware you are, the more secure you can be. This is Security in 5. Thanks for listening. Episode 370 of Security in 5. And I do a lot of podcast episodes talking information security, security topics, very IT-centric. However, this episode is going to be for all the parents out there, and I'm going to try to be as simple as I can with it. So if you are listening to this as an IT or security professional, this episode is really one that you should forward to all of your friends and relatives and or anybody that you know that has kids that play video games, Fortnite, Call of Duty, all those online games, because I'm going to focus and talk about examples in Fortnite, but this really applies to all online games and a warning to all the parents. I did one a couple of weeks ago. I've done one over the course of the podcast, but this one I want to make it for the parents. Go ahead and forward it around and just let make them be aware of what really is going on. So this is a warning about all of the scams in and around online video games. A couple of reasons. Now as video games are far beyond the NES console, you put in a cartridge, play the game, get your friends over, Games now are basically internet, always, always online. The global community, here you go. There's a reason why a lot of those games like Fortnite, Call of Duty have ratings on them. And as parents, some kids are more mature than others, and there are a lot of kids that are playing these online games that you know should or shouldn't be. is not none of my business. Your parents, you do what you want. However, the younger and the more naive people are, the bigger target and easier target they are for scammers which as a parent will put you at financial risk because I'm very confident that 9 and 10 and 11 year olds playing Fortnite aren't using their own credit cards to purchase things if they are allowed to. The other aspect with these online games is they have a uh, web component or an account component with the maker of the video game. So Epic Games or Blizzard, you may have an online account with Blizzard, then you can connect into and sync it up with your PlayStation or Xbox account to share your profile globally, that adds an extra layer of risk and another attack vector with this. And what happens is, is these kids and players get so wrapped up into the game, getting the best things, getting the best cosmetic, the loot boxes, the weapons, and what have you, that they are going to do a lot of things to make sure that that happens. Now in Fortnite and other games, these loot boxes and additional purchase uh, revenue items are purely cosmetic. They don't do anything to make anyone better or worse in the game. They're just purely for looks. But how these scams work are is they try to trick people that there are ways to get the in-game currency, which costs real money, easier, cheaper, and generated for you rather than buying it directly. And this is where the scam comes in. All of the in-game currency, especially in Fortnite, can only be bought within Fortnite. So Fortnite's currency is called V-Bucks. Call of Duty, it's called something else. Over in Battlefield, it's called something else. But all these types of games have the in-game tokens, which are made while you play the game, which are part of the video game process. They're free. But it's kind of a paywall. So you can get so many up to a certain point by just playing the game. But in order to get those elite items, they hook you and say, well, to get them a little bit quicker, you can pay real money for in-game currency, and then with that, you can then use in the game buy, buy the latest trinkets and whatever, and that's the only way you can buy them. So, 
parent warning number one. You cannot get in-game currency anywhere else but within the game. That's tip number one. Tip number two is that you need to have multi-factor authentication set up on your accounts. The other trick is what they'll do is um, scammers will meet these players online, chat them up and say, hey, I've got this great new gold weapon or gold item or whatever. Um, let me transfer it to your account. Give, just give me your uh, you know, Epic or Blizzard account. I'll log in, I'll transfer the item, and then it'll be good. Okay, great. Here's my email address and password. They log in, they take over the account, they close the account, cash out. If you have a credit card attached to your account, now they're buying up V-Bucks on your account, and then they take over the account and you can't get it back or they shut it down and destroy it or take the credit card information. whole bunch of bad things once you give your username and password out. So as the uh, children are using or kids using these online accounts, if you enable multi-factor authentication and they give away the username and password, that's not going to be enough for a hacker to access your account. If you've listened to this podcast before, I am a huge proponent of turning on multi-factor or two-step authentication anywhere and everywhere it's possible. Video game sites should be absolutely no different. If they give away the username and password or if it's, if it's socially engineered out, then there's, the hackers are going to get blocked with that two-factor, which probably will go to your cell phone for parental control, and then you'll get a code, and then you'll ha- they'll have to use that to get in. Otherwise, that they're not going to be able to access your account. Uh, number two. The websites and videos that uh, the kids are watching because there was a report that came out from a threat company that found over... 4,700 live websites dedicated to Fortnite scams, just Fortnite scams. There were over 1,400 YouTube videos out there doing Fortnite scams and tips and tricks that advertised or had links to malicious websites that had millions and millions of views. So people are watching these sites, you know, who knows how many are clicking on these uh, websites, and then they're seeing hundreds of links every single day on social media that are leading to fraudulent destinations. Now, these websites are very, very good. They're professionally done, or they look professionally done, or very well thought out. They're not just some some one-page thing. But again, it doesn't. It's not that difficult to get a good, quick, talented web developer and whip something up in a day or two that looks legitimate. Um, one tip, another tip is that even though these websites are SSL secure, there's a little padlock up in the browser. Never assume. This is a general tip, not just for video game sites. Never assume that if a website is HTTPS that has the little lock that the content is valid. All the lock does is show that the communication from your browser to the website is secure. But it has nothing to do with the validity of the content on that website. It doesn't cost a lot. Uh, you can do it for free now, is get a certificate fired up and secure your website. It doesn't just adds an extra layer of, of an assumed security of the content, but don't assume that just because the lock is there that the website is safe. It doesn't mean that at all. So you have to be very, very diligent of that. But it goes back to rule number one. You can only get in-game currency in the game. There is no generator. Nobody has any secret code. Nobody has any way to give anybody or transfer V-Bucks to anybody except in-game currency. So what does that mean as a parent? Be aware of what your kids are doing on the web, what they're doing within the game. Learn about these video game systems. Learn about the game. Sit down with them. Get an understanding of the technical aspects of it, of how it's really interconnected. And go back to this podcast and go, okay, how am I making sure that my child's information is secure, that my child knows what to say, what not to say, what information to give out, what not information to get out? 
give out and if they have any questions to come talk to me about it. And number three is that your financial record, your financial um, uh, protection is also part of this because it's going to be your credit card most likely or your financial accounts most likely that are connected to these things that if your child gives away information, you're the one that's going to end up paying the penalty. Your accounts are going to be drained. Your credit's going to be hit. Your identity is going to be stolen. Um, aside from the child, children's information or the player's information, the credit card information is what they're going after. Either they're going to rack up the charges in-game and take over the account, or they're going to, get to be able to get at the credit card and go make purchases elsewhere. Either way, you as a parent are at probably the biggest risk of what these online game players are doing if you have allowed them to use their your financial uh, accounts to make transactions and get things set up. So be aware of it. These games are great. The scams are out there. They're becoming more rampant. They're becoming more clever. They're using all aspects of social media, videos, fake websites. They look very, very professional. People are professional going after them, and they're all after the same thing, ripping you off. Security in 5, beware, be safe. Thanks for listening. This concludes another episode of Security in 5. You can find me across the internet under the persona Binary Blogger. Head over to binaryblogger.com to link up with me on whatever social network you prefer. I love feedback and conversations, and if you have a question, comment, or correction on a past episode, drop me a line and I will respond. To get additional information, sign up for my monthly newsletter. And remember, the more aware you are, the more secure you can be. Thanks for listening.